Well, there is a huge security operation in the capital this week, of course, as you'd expect. Lots of security guards and police officers around in this area. But currently, the Mall and this area in front of Buckingham Palace are still open to the public. And so last night at around 7pm, a man approached the front gate there of Buckingham Palace. He began throwing objects into the grounds and those were seen to be uh, shotgun cartridges. The police detained him. On searching him, they found a knife and then arrested him. But he also had a suspicious package. They sealed off this area and there was a controlled detonation to make sure that it was safe. We are told that no one was hurt, that the king and the queen consort were not in residence at Buckingham Palace. The police very much describing this as not terrorism related, but a mental health incident. And that is something that you do see from time to time down here at the gates of Buckingham Palace. But as you mentioned, it did not put any delays to the rehearsals overnight of the hundreds of servicemen who will be taking part in the coronation processions. Preparations for the biggest march of their lives. After weeks of practicing separately, more than 7,000 personnel from across the UK and Commonwealth's armed forces came together overnight in central London to rehearse for Saturday's processions to and from Westminster Abbey. Soldiers, sailors, aviators and musicians from all three services will be joined by personnel from 34 nations and six overseas territories of the Commonwealth. The smaller first procession from Buckingham Palace to the Abbey is called the King's Procession. The King and Queen Consort travel by carriage down the Mall through Admiralty Arch to Trafalgar Square, then turn down Whitehall and through Parliament Square to the Abbey. The return coronation procession will follow the same route, but be much larger. It's been 70 years since a military ceremonial operation of this scale was put on for Queen Elizabeth II's coronation. On that day, a four-year-old Prince Charles watched his own mother become sovereign and has talked of his memories of the occasion. One of those taking part in the procession this time is Captain Jordan Whiteman. He's received some advice from his grandfather, then Sergeant Charles White, who took part in the last coronation. Before he passed, you know, he obviously talks about it in great detail with my mum and you know, and uh, and the rest of the family. And what's been passed on is, you know, just remember the nerves will keep you sharp and your wits about you. But also, actually, don't forget to actually enjoy the moment and enjoy the day. It certainly is a once in a lifetime opportunity, and it's very easy to sort of let it all fly by and not enjoy every possible moment of it. There will be more rehearsals over the next few days to help overcome any lingering nerves and ensure Saturday's pageantry for their new Commander-in-Chief, King Charles III, impresses both him and a global audience of hundreds of millions. Well, I can tell you, I already saw rehearsals at the weekend at an RAF base, and then again overnight, and it doesn't get any less impressive when you see those thousands of troops, not just from the British Army, but uh, the armed forces from the Commonwealth all around the world, marching right through where I'm standing here. The sound of the bands, the horses. For anyone lucky enough to be in London this weekend, it is going to be an incredible spectacle, the likes of which few people alive today will have seen before. And I can tell you, I've seen a few of the uh, people leading it debriefing, talking about what went on overnight. And we're going to have one of them later on in the show talking us through exactly how it went with just now three days to go until the coronation.